getting ready for the world's greatest Arsenal podcast. Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. My name is Fergus. I am your host. You're joining an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. I'm joined by my good friend and my sidekick, Gunnar Hilsey, old man Trev, Princess Gunnar and uh, Danny from Burkamp Wonderland. Hopefully later on, uh, Albert from Albert JTV might join us. Uh, but uh, work commitments and everything else got in the way. There's lots and lots and lots to talk about today. Jesus, we couldn't have picked a better day to have a podcast uh, than today. Um, uh, Princess, back again, back again. I know. You keep asking me to come back. That's so nice. You must actually quite like having me on your pod. You you sent me a message. Please, can I come back on? Please, please, (laughs) please, Ferg, please. (laughs) You know what? They're going to believe you. You know that, don't you? No, I know that. I know that. I know that. I know that. (laughs) They won't believe Um, you, Princess. Good. Yeah, they, they don't believe it. They don't believe anything about me ever, ever, ever. Danny, Burkamp Wonderland. We had some nice complimentary um, messages saying about uh, Arsenal, Burkamp Wonderland, and uh, Guns and Yellow Ribbons collab was somebody's uh, ideal of a idea of a perfect podcast. Thank you very much for joining us again. I think that may be a bit down to um, a Christmas party, probably, or my fake accounts that I've got set up to make me look good. <laughs> Uh, that could that could be the case that could be the case we will be joined soon by albert albert is just uh joining us i think he's probably going to be somewhere mobile but uh we'll we'll, we'll get him on in a few minutes once he once he's ready um we are going to talk about uh the southampton game trev you have control again i know and i know you can move people around and you're going to be yeah. stupid and silly but please behave yourself behave <laughs> yourself i'm i'm never stupid and silly fergus this is going to be a great podcast tonight there's so much, so much to talk about. A lot of serious subjects to talk about. Some more light-hearted to talk about. And we've got the right people on to do it. We've got three fantastic people joining us, Fergus. Um, I'm hoping I can get a word in at some stage because I'm quite happy to listen, to be honest, tonight, mate. Yay, Albert. Woo. What's happening? What's happening? Can you hear me? Yes. Not bad. I, I mean, I, I'm definitely remote, Fergus. Definitely remote, mate. Definitely remote. <laughs> so where whereabouts? And you you coming up from work? You're in the car, I take it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm in Asda's car park. <laughs> <laughs> so classy. Listen, um, I know. Al- Albert. What we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about the Southampton game first and foremost. There is lots of talk about lots of stuff that has uh, started and 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 gone over gone from and just before the Southampton game right through till uh, tonight uh, and we will touch on those topics throughout and then we'll look at the West Ham game as well. Um, so let's look at the Southampton game. The lineups, uh, if we look at the lineups uh, that we had, we didn't have, uh, for for obvious reasons, we didn't have um, Aubameyang. He was he was benched. We had Ramsdale and goal, uh, Tommy Asu, Ben White, Gabriel, Tierney, Saka, Party, and Shaka, um, Martinelli, Odegaard, and Lacazette starting. Uh, Dan, what did you make of the lineup, and uh, what did you make of the the omission? Without going into the the whole the, the way it goes on there afterwards, but on on the day, what do you think of the omission? Do what I think of the omission um, has to be done. I know I was thinking about a lot of people, uh, we, us lot, we all gone about the good old days and how it used to be 
in the good old days, our captain would get drunk, smash his car into someone's garden and go to prison. So I think maybe a bum young, in, in, we say, you've got to be a captain. You've got to do things right. And so that's the one time we don't look to the past and go, this is what the captain done. Arteta was right with what he did. And uh, you, you can't do it twice because he, he did it once and Arteta came down on him and he's done it again. And he said, well, you're the captain. I know William got away with it, but William wasn't captain, was he? And for the lineup, good. I think we, we it was a, a decent lineup. Uh, the right players playing in the right positions for once. Trev, uh, we we met briefly before the game because uh, there was there was stuff going on at the ground and stuff, and you had the people and I had people were seeing. Uh, what did you make of the, that that lineup um, before? And I know you met Princess before. You even met me as well. I, I did. I was honoured enough to give. We had a little cuddle as well. I don't know that Carl was over the moon with that, but we had a quick cuddle. <laughs> And it was, it was after all this time we spent talking. It was lovely to meet meet your princess. And let's not leave it too long before we do it again. Yeah, lovely to um, meet you too. Yeah, um, <clears throat> just just a little bit of uh, a disagreement. Well, no, no, just a different perspective on what Danny just said. In that we did have a captain that crashed his car and got drunk all the time, but he also performed on the pitch. He also never let us down on the pitch. I'm not excusing what he did, and actually. He learned from what he did, and he's a fine man now that stops other people going down that rocky road. Um, but, he, he, you know, he performed on the pitch. And, and we've got to be honest, Aubameyang hasn't performed well, really since he signed that contract. Trust me, I want him to perform. I've got to watch him every week. And I think, please, Aubameyang, come on, son. Come round. Score some goals. But he's not done it, you know. So I thought the lineup was fine, to be honest. Fergus, I thought the lineup was fine. Um, I still not. You know, I could still do. I think we need to freshen it up up front. I don't think Lacquer is going to be the, the long term uh, problem solver. But apart from, we're going to go into the game in a minute, aren't we? But it was definitely yeah. a game of two half, not halves. It was a game of 20 minutes, then 70 minutes. And it, it was that, I don't know what it is with this Arsenal side. It was that switch flick again. It was that instant, Fergus. The change from being poor Arsenal to being. A very impressive Arsenal. And before, and, I know you're going to go into the game now, Fergus, but I just want to just wanna, um, put something in there because I know these guys will jump on it. And you, mate, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. The first 20 minutes of that game, we'd have been playing a decent side. Yeah? The three goals we scored in the match probably wouldn't have been enough. It was that bad, that first 20 minutes. We just didn't didn't seem to play with the ball at all. We were terrible. Then we score a goal, that switches flicked, and we're absolutely untouchable. Two extremes. There was nothing in the middle. And I'll just leave it to you guys pick up on it. Totally agree with you on that, and and we will um, uh, go into that. That the the, the the transformation of the game from twenty minutes. Uh, onwards uh, was unreal. Um, Albert, uh, were you pleased to see Lacazette starting up top? Were you pleased to see the pairing of Party and Shaka? <laughs> uh, I'll start with the Party and Shaka um, uh, partnership. I I don't know what you guys feel. I actually didn't think. I thought they was both okay at best. Um, I didn't think they pulled up any trees personally. Um, Lacazette deserved to be in the team anyway, even despite the whole Bamyang situation. So um, I know there's many, many eyebrows raised about the start 11 because of that horror show at Goodison Park. So 
I, I, I kind of looked at it and thought, you know what? They've got a chance to redeem themselves because if, if you can play as bad as that two games in a row, then you change the whole lot. But um, yeah, the first 20 minutes, as Trev said, the first 25 minutes, Southampton must have fought. How are we two nil down? You know, they've, had, they've, got a, they've got a plethora of injuries and players are missing and they actually started the game very sharply. We was we started the game horribly um, and you would have expected a better start in the first 20 minutes than what you saw, particularly after the horror show at Goodison Park. But to be honest, if you look at a lot of Arsenal games this season, we don't start very well. And I, don't, I don't know what it is, whether at home or away. We just, you know we, what, we don't... Albert, we... we... We do start some games very strong, like we did against Man United. We started strong, but we, we, we're in fits and spurts. We either do we we top a player forty five minute game, and then we're, we're blown out. That's that that's my view. I I get where you say we don't start very well, but we have tranches where we play really strong and tranches where we play really poor. But you can't guess if it's going to be at the first half or the second half. No. Yeah, I I hear you, Fergus, but the problem is it's very it's very very isolated. The uh, the, the the good starts. Oh dear, light's gone. But anyways, um, <laughs> no, um, like, for, oh, yeah. for, I have for example, that wasn't Trev, that was me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for yeah, so for example, the first twenty five minutes against Leicester, that we, that, I think that's the sharpest we started this season. Um, the Villa game was the most most complete game, and then the Tottenham game we had forty five minutes where we blew them away. But it's been, like you mentioned, it's been very spits and spurts. Now, people might say, this is, you know, Arteta's got his 11 or it's a young side and you can combine those things together. But it's still not enough. And if you look at our sort of goals for against goals for and against, it's literally identical, which is not really that much of a positive. Because, you know, I look at the last sort of three or four seasons and, Goals scored were down, and defense defense wise, we're actually we're conceding less. But our league position doesn't lie, does it? But um, yeah, Fergus, I, I was I was I was pleased enough with the starting lineup. I understand the grumbles from a lot of fans, but listen, they had the chance to redeem themselves, and they did eventually after probably getting an amazing first goal um, out of nowhere. And then you know it's good to get goals from open play; it does make a difference. Um, and set piece wise, fantastic. Amanda, uh, were you pleased to see Odegaard start over a, a Smith Rowe? And then let's talk about that struggling first 20 minutes. I think people touched on it. Um, and in particular, the, the move, which uh, it, just up until that move where the game changed. So your, your thoughts on how Southampton were pressing us and, 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 and closing us down and, and seemed to have figured out what we were about. I'll never be happy to see anyone over Smith Rowe, but I don't think he's fully fit. So I'd have Erdegaard on the pitch. And I, I rate Erdegaard. I don't really understand why people don't. Maybe we all see a different game, but I think he I think he gives us a lot of what we need. Um, I'll just talk about what Albert said about Xhaka and Partey. It is a problem for me, that midfield. It, I don't know what's happened to Partey. I don't understand it. We, we bought a phenomenal player, and now we haven't got a phenomenal player. What is it with when big players come to Arsenal? Um, sorry, Fergus. What was the other question about the lineup? I never get that rattled. To be honest, I learnt my lesson many years ago when I slated a lineup, slated, and we went and won five nil. And I learnt my lesson that day, thinking, "Don't need to discuss lineups. We don't know what goes on the week before. We don't know who's carrying injury, who's lethargic. We don't know anything. We're just fans of a club. Yeah, he knows Mikel when he picks them 
to win the game. He doesn't pick it to lose. He doesn't pick it to draw. He picks them to win a game. So that the first 20 minutes, yeah, you know, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. But remember, we've lost our confidence. Man United, Liverpool, Everton, Everton, we were atrocious. I, I, I couldn't believe how bad we were at Everton. Mm. So I think they've come on the pitch. You've got <clears throat> the Arsenal fans baying for blood. You've got a lot going on behind the scenes. You've got a Bamiang, which we will touch on as well. But what I will say is I like to look at the positives, as you know. Um, I used to be a negative supporter many, many, many thousands of years ago. But I decided to try and feel a bit more positive. And I'd like to talk about that first goal. I know you're going to stop me because you're going to talk about that later. But I, ju- I do feel, Fergus, I don't understand what happens generally when we go 1-0 up. We panic. we just got no confidence to take that game 2-0, 3-0. Saturday's different. It was a different game. But generally, we 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 are so poor, and you're right, and then we're so good. It's so bizarre. I mean, if you go back to Leicester away, we tore them a new one. Absolutely tore Leicester a new one at half past 12. And we're always shit at half past 12. Sorry for my language. But um, I, 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 the thing is, and I've said Take this for years. Take girl out We're consistently <laughs> inconsistent. That is the problem. We never know what's going to happen. We just don't know anymore. I didn't think we would do that, Everton. I have to be honest. I didn't think we'd win, and I said that before. Everton's always a problem for us going there, um, and especially as they are so poor that they had something to prove. And you know when Arsenal come to town, you know what happens. Honestly, everyone goes peak Barcelona, don't they? So, we so look, yeah. We look, at, we, look at that, we look at that first goal. That first goal came after lots of pressure that we all talked about the first 20 minutes with yeah. how poor it was. Um uh, Amanda, I'll, I'll ask you, just have a look at this quick clip. It's seven moves. It's phenomenal. Seven moves. It. Oh, no, sorry. No, that, that's a different one. That's sorry. not the clip, that, is that's it? A different, that, yeah, that's not the clip. It, it, it was, it, that, I blame Trevor. Trevor put the wrong clip in there. But there were seven moves from there. Yeah. And uh, at the time, uh, Arsenal were under pressure. I had noticed that... Um, uh, every time they passed the ball, it was quite predictable in the sense that we passed the ball out to the uh, to the, the 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 right back and left back, and then it was passed up to Saka, and it was like slowly uh, pacing the ball up, and the ball came back to Ramsdale, and Ramsdale fluffed it slightly, mm. and then the, the the fans actually went it rose up and started saying, "Hey, hang on a second. And he passed that ball to Tommy Asu, and within seven moves, it went to Lacazette. Lacazette scored that goal. Talk to me about that move, and then I'll go to you, Daddy. Okay, so you know where I sit. I'm on the east stand opposite to you. Okay, when you watch Tom, um, you watch the move, it went boom, 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 in, completely down the right side. It was just absolutely brilliant. It was. It's one of my favourite goals for years. I absolutely loved it. Because Ramsdale started it and Lacazette finished it. And honestly, a couple of minutes before when they were playing out the back, I was going, don't, it's making me so nervous. Don't. But it was, I loved it. It was pure art for me. It was boom, boom, boom. It was just brilliant. So I don't know. I I, I can't. It was funny because on Sunday in Twitter, one of the uh, journalists asked for the three best goals of the weekend. I think I was one of the very first to say, even comment, You've got to look at the uh, Ramsdale to Lacazette goal. I'm sorry, that that for me. And I think if I'd have seen that any other team, I would have said the same. It's not my Arsenal bias. It's just I thought it was beautiful. Danny, uh, skipper Lacazette opens the scoring on 21st minute, finishing a, a superb 
16 pass. I, I thought it was seven passes, but um, 16 pass team move um, from uh, Ramsdale to Lacazette. What, what, what did you make of it? Uh, the one you're thinking of is the second goal where it was we played down the right hand side and then Saka put it across to uh, I think Odegaard and that was six six or seven passes yeah. there just magnificent all over the place the, the 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 aspect that Ramsdale gives us reminds me a little bit of of the glory days in Serie A where you had players like Lota Mateus, Rude Hullet who had fit, who'd got old and they'd slowly gone from midfield all the way back and they were playing in a kind of anchor role where they'd get the ball and ping the ball all over the pitch to everybody, like Franco Baresi did it and uh, Maldini did it. And that's what we've got in Ramsdale. We've got someone who plays like a, an anchor or a sweeper who is absolutely magnificent. Like like you were saying, Fergus, I could see you were, you were getting a little bit excited talking about when he got the ball and he <laughs> launched it as a goalkeeper to the feet of the striker. He's doing more perfect passes than the bloke we just paid £50 million from Atletico Madrid. There you go, look at that. Absolutely stunning. And this, these are the balls that we would be expecting from Party or Xhaka or or somebody like that. We've got our goalkeeper doing it. That's a whole new aspect of football and, and being able to do new stuff. And both of those goals, and we're seeing that more and more this season already. And we were saying that we're not really scoring many goals. Against Liverpool, five, five attempts, three on target. Liverpool, I mean, Newcastle, 24 and 6. Man United, 17, 8. Everton 10-3 and Southampton 5-15. Now, we saw at the beginning of the season, we were keeping clean sheets. That's the defence sort. Remember George Graham used to say, all good teams starts with, with a good defence. You start with a good defence, stop conceding goals, and then you work at the rest of it. And that seems to be what Arteta's doing. We're now creating chances. And we are now creating goal-scoring chances. And I think a lot of that's going to come down to Odegaard and how anybody, like Amanda was saying, how anybody could not look at Odegaard and, and have a little bit of dribble and go, oh, ha, ha, ha. Is exactly what Arsenal have looked for since Ramsey. He's even better than Ramsey. Yeah. You don't become the captain of Norway. I mean, the only reason Norway didn't qualify for the World Cup is because Haaland was injured. You take that player out. I mean, see Dortmund, they've been rubbish without him as well. And Odegaard is Odegaard and Ramsdale, they have made such a magnificent difference in our attacking, a goalkeeper attacking. Who'd have thought? But it's lovely. Brilliant. Trev, Trev, do you dribble yeah. a little when you see Odegaard? Because his age. Don't ever wish yourself to dribble because at my age you just do it without thinking. You I've still got I'm dribbling like... my beard. I've only been awake about two hours. It's crispy. <laughs> oh, then Ramsdale is probably one of the best passers of the ball in our side. For for the first goal, you know, I was actually shouting at him for the first goal because I saw Ben White open on the right, and I sh I, I was thinking, come on, we're playing for the back. Give it to White. Give it to White. And uh, he actually did in the end, and, and the rest we don't need to talk about because we all watched it and we've talked about it already. But the most the most impressive thing from Ramsdale was what you've just shown, Fergus. We're I was we're right behind that kick, aren't we? We're right behind him when he plays that pass, and we look up and we, we he's thinking he's thinking and he's looking and he sees it. That's not a lucky kick, the length of the field. That's not a hoof that we used to see goalkeepers do. That is a genuine pass. Here's passed that ball to Martinelli. Can you imagine if Martinelli had managed to slot it away? Oh my lord! Oh my lord! What did was such a beautiful ball, Trev? Did you see on Twitter as soon as we signed Ramsdale? One of the ex Sheffield United teammates said, when he was a youngster at Sheffield United, he was a, he wasn't a mid goalkeeper; he was a midfielder. And he said the bloke's passing ability is that of a midfielder. And yeah. I oh, thought at the time, are you sure? 
I can see it. I, I don't want to dwell on it because this is gone now, but I, I honestly watched him at Bournemouth and at Sheffield United. He was at Bournemouth, Bournemouth and Sheffield United, wasn't it? And correct. These these Arsenal fans that were saying, Oh, I'm not sure about this, I'm worried about this. I can honestly say I, I, for some reason I didn't have a doubt about him. I, I watched him and it, and he's got a bit of a he, he, you know, he's what all he's got what all good goalkeepers need. He's probably got a bit of a not got, got a full you know, set of sandwiches in his picnic. You know, he, he loves to bounce around. He loves to gesticulate. And he loves he loves to win football matches. And he'll do anything he can to win football matches. I'm so pleased of him. And I'm proud of him already. And he's, he's become my hero of the side already. I can't speak any higher of him than that. He's, uh, he's just such an asset to have. I feel a bit for Leno. Because don't forget, Leno got, got our player of the season, didn't he? You know. Yeah. Having a Ramsdale reads it, you know. Ramsdale reads it, and and he's not he's not afraid to hoof the ball up the field when it's needed. And but Trev, he he doesn't just anymore. read it. He doesn't he doesn't just read it. He gets it as well. He gets it, and 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 yeah. and that really is a connection that he's got with the fans, the away fans, the home fans. He just gets what it is to be. A football fan, he, he an Arsenal supporter. Wherever he's been, he's always been a fan's favourite. I know Sheffield um, uh, United fans have said it, Bournemouth fans, and, and so on have said the same thing. He's a West Brom fan by uh, by, uh, by birth. That that's his that's his team. Did but you hear Jesus that he went Christ, in, they... the, in one of the breaks? He went to watch Milton Keynes because he was on loan there, and he went to, yeah. to watch him, and they they treated him like a saint when he was there. What a lovely yeah. man! And and he. Don't he... Don't forget, boys and girls, right? That although we've won 3 0, when after when we scored the first goal, I couldn't see us losing. I thought we played fantastically. It during the course of that last 70 minutes, Ramsdale still made two of three, two or three world class saves. You know, it, it wasn't a case of him watching a game, he, he still had those saves to make. You know, well, yeah. Trev, Trev, we went, we went in at 2 0 at half time, and nobody, as much as we were comfortable. Nobody was thinking, oh, wow, yeah, we got, you know, it, it didn't feel like, oh, we're smashing this up. Uh, it, it wasn't the, the most, you, you, you're never comfortable at the moment with Arsenal and the, the way we are, unless we've got two or three goals under our belt. Yeah. And uh, and, and and that's just where I, I was comfortable, but I wasn't, you know, yeah, it's done, done, dusted. We come out in the second half. The second half, we totally dominated. Um, Odegaard uh, did score just before the second half, about uh, uh, just at the half hour mark, um, with a great assist from Kieran Tierney, which it's good to see that Tierney's balls are. I need to rephrase that. Uh, <laughs> Tierney. <laughs> Let Trev take over. <laughs> well, it's it's an interesting point you tried to make and didn't, Fergus. In that <laughs> we've we've wondered it was another goal from a, from across from Tierney, you know, and we've been saying, are the forwards getting the feed they need to score the goals? Is is that Aubameyang's problem? I'm not going to dwell on Aubameyang, but look at the goals we scored from crosses now. Odegaard's getting on crosses. Smith Rowe's getting on crosses. Saka's getting on through balls, you know? So the balls are coming into the box and these young lads are making the most of them, you know? So you're right, mate. Tierney's input to the game, there you go, is very important. And uh, yeah, I thought we had a very good game. I do disagree with you slightly, Fergus, in that 
when we went in at half time, I was thinking, well, if we keep this standard up that we've played in the in the second half of the first half, we'll win this game and we'll win it. We'll win it well. And at the end of the game, six nil wouldn't have flattered us, would it? You know, no, six nil. Agreed, agreed. And, and, and Saka and uh, Martinelli both hit the post. Mm. Um, we, uh, Tommy Asu forced a great save. That second half, Amanda, talk us, talk us through that second half. That was an outstanding. We came out all guns blazing. And I think that's the point. Albert will be joining us back in a few minutes. But Albert was trying to make that, like, you know, we uh, we, we, we start strong or we, 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 we don't play a full game, I think is what Albert and, and I were trying to agree on. And, and, and that second half, we came out all guns blazing. Oh, we did. And it's, that's how we should be every game. I, I, I don't understand the difference each week. But anyway, we can talk about that another day. Um, I don't know what to say. I think the, I think the players just wanted it more. Um, I felt they could smell blood. We two nil up at half time or one. I can't remember. Yeah, two two nil at half time. So we were two nil at half time, and the third goal. Oh my god, my brain! Who scored the third one? Uh, Gabriel. Gabriel scored what, the header. And he had a, a, yeah. a really good the goal corner. celebration. After the one which before, was um, what's that? Sorry, mate. He scored just before, hadn't he? From another corner, but it had been disallowed. That's right. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a. You can't moan about that game, can you? From the after the first twenty minutes, you can't moan about it. It was a good game. We deserved to win it. We decided that we were going to play, and I, I don't understand it, Fergus. I don't understand. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent. It's just, it's just all the time. We don't know. We got West Ham tomorrow night, which I know we'll talk about in a minute. Who knows who's going to turn up? Mm. I, I actually, uh, I can't work them out you know at what? the moment. Do you know what happened? We were talking about. <laughs> Atmosphere. You mentioned it just then, Princess. We've been talking about atmosphere at the ground, right? And about how players can lift fans, but fans can lift players. And it's a it's a 50-50 thing. And and Saturday was a prime example. The first 20 minutes that the fans were quiet, but then so were the players were doing nothing. As soon as that first goal went in, it lifted the fans, right? It lifted the fans, and the fans got going. And in the second half, I thought the fans were brilliant. You know, all through the second half, the fans were amazing, you know? So, um... well, I, I do believe that they, we need, well, tomorrow night, the place is going to be rocking. I'm telling you now, it's going to be rocking tomorrow night. I've just got this massive feeling West Ham are far better than us. And when have oh. they ever come to the, they are. Oh, when they, that, no, that, no, 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 you no, no, have no. to face that. I, come on. Princess, no, I th I th what, you don't <laughs> think West Ham are far better than us? No, no one. I, far, I don't think the table lies personally, but I, 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 th I think I think West Ham are on better form than us. Okay, um, maybe they have. That's what I mean. They have. <laughs> they, form, we, but... we we they've they've drawn two <clears throat> more games and we've lost two more games. So there's not not a huge amount in it. West Ham. Um, yeah, they I beat Liverpool at home because they took the game to them, didn't they? I thought they looked brilliant that day. But, but, but Fergus, they're not it, far better. They're favourites tomorrow night. You do know that. They're favourites to win it tomorrow night. They're favourites. When has that ever happened? Arsenal, West Ham, ever. You see, the that's, how far, that's how much David Moyes is doing a good job. That's how much those players are playing for him. We need to get a Bamiang out, and I'm saying that A word now, so Mikel can get on with his job, but we'll talk about him later. You see, the thing is, right, we don't know whether West Ham are better than us or not. We will know tomorrow night. We'll see. If, well, we'll, you know, if the good Arsenal turn up, 
then West Ham are not better than us. If the bad mm. Arsenal turn up and that that switch hasn't been flicked, yeah, I agree with you, Princess. We'll be in trouble. So let's keep the fingers crossed that the good Arsenal turn up. Oh yes. But Look, listen, listen. We 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 we've <laughs> dropped into the West Ham game. I, I was going to do it in a different way. Let's let's do the West Ham game and then we'll talk about the other bits that we need to talk about. So West Ham uh, tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Uh, there's. Um, uh, a couple of things that we need to be aware of. Uh, the new COVID rules, the plan B, if you're a season ticket holder, you will have had this email come through mm. where you've got to do your self-declaration form for your red member. Uh, you will have had a similar email. So you've got to just say that you're uh, either going to show a COVID pass um, or you're going to take a lateral flow test. Failure to do that won't allow you into the ground. Uh, the other thing that um, uh, Arsenal are going to do uh, belatedly um, and they will say it's because that um, uh, Ray Kennedy's family were in Liverpool, despite the number of emails I've seen from different supporters clubs uh, uh, chastising them for just sticking it in the programme. Um, Liverpool uh, recognised <clears throat> Ray Kennedy. Yeah, they was did. A, it was a lovely uh, tribute. Lovely gesture. Ray Kennedy um, scored that header uh, for Arsenal against Tottenham in 1971. So that will be that will be commemorated as well. Um, so there is going to be a commemoration for them. Albert, well back, welcome back to the show. Uh, nice to see Yay. you in light again. Albert. Beautiful <laughs> light. Look at the light. See the rain. We just finished the Southampton game. We've naturally fallen into the West Ham game. We'll go into the other topics there afterwards. Um, yeah. uh, what what are you expecting? That light. Good looking that light. Look how young he looks. What? God, I need that well, light. No, no. <laughs> Can I just say something about Ray Kennedy? Because I didn't realise until I watched Match of the Day Saturday night when I saw the Liverpool tribute, I straight away tweeted. Um, uh, sorry, I watched it the next morning. I straight away tweeted. and I couldn't believe it. But then um, I've got quite a few DMs from people that know people at the club. And basically they are doing it tomorrow night. And the reason being is the family are going to be there tomorrow night. Um, I still don't think he excuses it. But um, literally... Everyone has just emailed the club because it's so unlike Arsenal to do that. Mm. They are quite classy with things like this. I've never once ever in all my time have sat here and gone, oh, they didn't do it. This is the first time. Um, I just think it would have been nice if they'd have announced that more to stop people emailing the club and being upset. And he was a double winner for us. And he was a very important player for us. And he is an Arsenal legend, what anyone says. Liverpool think they're his... That, that, He's their legend. We think he's ours. And that's great. Liverpool did a gorgeous tribute. It's down to us now tomorrow night to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Albert, uh, we got you back in. In the last five meetings uh, against Arsenal and West Ham, Arsenal have won three, drawn one and lost one. Uh, the last one we lost was a 1-0 away in 2019. Um, and our last meeting that we had with them was a draw, a 3-3 in the London Stadium where... It, um, it was two on goals. Uh, what are you expecting tomorrow night? Uh, what you missed was a princess came along and said that uh, West Ham are far, and that was the word that got me. Did far I say better far better than, than us? I meant say better yes. than us, not far, but um, they are. Said far they are better, better than us several at the times. <laughs> um, uh, Albert, uh, oh, this is this is going to be a tough one, man. Um, you know what? The last couple of times West Ham have come to the Emirates, I think we've been very lucky to come away with um, wins. I think they play better than us. They should have beat us, but they never took their chances, and that's why we got the the wins against them. But this is a bit different this time. Um, 
people are sort of expecting them to fall off. And listen, they might do. They might do. Christmas might completely finish them off in terms of how good they've been already this season. But they got some very good players, Fergus. Um, and I think the problem, like I sort of mentioned earlier in the stream, when before the light went out, um, this is one of those games where we cannot afford to start badly because they will, they will, they will, they will tear us a new one. They've got the players to do it. It's not just about Antonio up front and even, you know what, you know, Arsenal like to give presents at Christmas, don't you? So um, we ain't scored in about six or seven games, Antonio. So, uh, but they've got some good players, Fergus, four nails. Um, Jared Bowen's been good for a couple of years for them now. Um, Declan Rice has maintained his form from the Euros. Um, it's going to be tough. I don't know what they've got in terms of injury-wise, but I actually think I think we might come up a little bit short. Just a little bit. Heathen! <laughs> I agree. Danny, first of all... First of all Danny, uh, <laughs> Any Arsenal baubles on that uh, Christmas tree, Andy Fink asks? Yes, there is. My friend Anna, who is a Liverpool fan and currently got COVID and can only smell pickled onions. There's about five or six of them on the tree. Um, you know, I'm old and fat and my neck doesn't work. So, oh, I'll have a, let me uh, play the music as I slowly turn. Play the music from um, <laughs> Mighty Boosh. Right, Amanda, what's your thoughts on tomorrow night? I know you said uh, West Ham are far better than Arsenal and I'm like I said they're better than Arsenal at the moment I didn't mean far better but to be honest uh they are better than us I've watched them for the last couple of seasons they're very good improved they are very good and they're favorites I told you they have been classed as favorites for tomorrow night um I think we'll get a draw I I can't I can't see us beating them if I'm honest and I hope I'm wrong um, but I predicted 3-0 on Saturday, which was bizarre because I haven't had a prediction right for ages. Um, I, I, I think we'll come up short what Albert says. But, I really but, do. I'm worried yeah. about tomorrow night. It's, it's a massive match tomorrow night. It's massive. Not only a London derby, as we know. Um, but normally, we beat West Ham. It's every year since yeah, I've that's, grown that's up. The thing. That's we the thing. beat West Ham every good, year. We've got a very you know? good record against them. Very yeah. good against them. Yeah. So we've it's not a bogey team. Yeah, it's not a bogey team or anything. But the problem is, they're full of confidence. And we've got a little bit of confidence, maybe from Saturday. But, you know, this drama with Aubameyang surrounding our club, and and I know we're going to talk about it in a moment, and I know we all feel the same probably, but it's not helping. And I, I don't care. I don't want anyone around our club that is not helping the situation at the moment. It should be Arsenal v West Ham. Not should Aubameyang be back. Should he captain whatever which we'll discuss soon but sorry Dan, i don't fancy Dan, it tomorrow i don't think we're going to win what 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 what's your thoughts on the game and uh, now that we've been cheered up by amanda what, what's your thoughts <laughs> like you know I, I, as as you pointed out what uh, two and 14 um our, our record is quite good of them yes uh, West Ham have improved over the last few years, but they are a small squad. They have uh, several injuries. Uh, mm. They have got some great players in Sushek, in in Damien uh, Declan Rice, Damien Rice, um, Declan Rice, um, uh, Antonio. Um, you know they, they've got some really good players, and and they've done really well. But what's your thoughts? As we've lost to them twice in fourteen years, not fourteen games. I said games, but it wasn't. It's fourteen years. Mm. Because they are, uh, they're not a bogey side at all. And like you were saying, Fergus, no. last season we uh, we only got a three-three because they scored two own goals. And I'm just grateful that we're playing them now 
before they Jesse Lingard was magnificent for them last season and he I was surprised they didn't sign him he's doing nothing at Man United so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to West Ham in the summer um on um tomorrow's ABW show might talk a little bit about this I've done a little uh, some details and facts that um Moyes and Arteta have been at the, the their respective clubs for almost the same length of time they've both got rid of 30 odd players they've both had, took over clubs that are in turmoil and Moyes has done by far the better job considering they're playing in Europe and we're not and they are a, a much better team than Arsenal, as in uh, playing regularly. I mean, they beat Liverpool. We got smashed by Liverpool. Yeah, that's what I was, I was looking. I was looking at our, our away record. We've, we've played eight, won two, drawn one, uh, lost five, scored six, and conceded sixteen. Oh, L- luckily for us, our home record is six one one with fifteen yeah. scored and six conceded. So I think there's a possibility we could get a result out of it. But they're pretty decent away from home as well. Mm. It's going to be an attacking game. There's going to be goals in the game. Uh, Ramsdale's going to be under a lot of pressure. But like like Amanda says, you, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know which Arsenal side is going to turn up. But I do think that uh, the further we go and the more problematic player, we all know that Young has been a problematic player. He was a problematic player at, at Dortmund when things started to go stale there, which is why he came to us. He's a magnificent player. He's one of the best strikers in the world, but not for Arsenal anymore. There is something up with him. He's He's... When he's walking around and things aren't happening, he's got his hands down by his side and that's not the kind of attitude you want from a player. I mean, he may have his personal problems, but he just I mean, if if the best he's done this season was against the West Brom under twelves, other than that, he really hasn't done much. He's missed four really easy goals from short um, distances, the two penalties and the one he put over from half an inch, and then the other one where he got in Odegaard's way, and there's just things aren't going right for him and bringing Lacazette in. Lacazette is a magnificent player if you just let him play. He's much like Ian Wright where he doesn't have the the most amount of pace in the team but he, he's got a great eye for goal and the more you play in the better he'll be and then we're spoilt with riches with um, we can play Gabriel, um, ESR and Pepe and um, Saka. We've got four really good wing players there so once ESR's um, a little bit injured Pepe isn't ever going to play again. So we've got those two. And if, if you're a West Ham player, you're going to be looking at Saka on the right, Martinelli on the left, Odegaard pulling the strings in the middle and Lacazette looking like he's on form again. And with our rock-solid defence when they want to be, it's going to be a really good game. Trev? I don't. I think it'll be a good com- game. Trev, are you, are you as confident as um, Danny has talked about there? And And is it going to be down to us, the 12th man? Are we going to be the deciding factor? I think that West Ham have got some players that I really admire. When when Declan Rice first broke onto the scene, I, I said, God, I'd love to see him at the Arsenal. You could see the kind of player he was, the, the kind of player that we, if we're honest, we're still screaming out for at the Arsenal now. I love the way Suchek plays the game. You, you know, I love the way he scores his goals. But the only way that West Ham will win tomorrow at Arsenal, in my view, is if we have a bad day, If we if the bad Arsenal turn up. If the good Arsenal turn up and we play like we did in the first half an hour against Leicester or mm. the, the second half against against um, Southampton at the weekend, we beat West Ham. We beat West Ham every time. You know, we, we, we will be better. Um, it's interesting to think about how the Alba effect is going to be. It, you know, it, we don't know. So we're speculating about what's going on with Aubameyang. You know, 
is Arteta behind the scenes at this very moment, using the fact that Aubameyang is not our captain anymore and has, and has let the squad down? Is he using that as a tool to try and fire up the rest of the players? Say, come on, we need to get going now. You know, move on. Aubameyang might come back or he might not, but we need to play for the Arsenal. So, there's so much going on tomorrow night. You know, Mihar actually says, Mihar actually says, I think we're going to nick a 2-1 win. I think we'll concede, but, you know, if we, if we play good Arsenal, we'll, we'll score a couple. But Mied's pro saying, Mied's swerving towards a draw. I don't, I'm hoping we don't lose, but Mied's, but I'm going to go for a win for the Arsenal, a narrow win. A narrow win. Good Arsenal turn up, a narrow win. Arteta's worked his magic as a manager this week and, and, and used the, 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 the bad news to, 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 uh, to get the players going. And it can happen, you know. So, yeah, I, I think we can, I think we'll, we'll nick a narrow win further. The only thing that worries me, if I'm honest, and and don't don't stick on this, but it's got to be mentioned, right? And we'll go on to it after the West Ham game, Fergus. I'm sure. I think that if they make if he makes it Xhaka captain of the side, then the positivity might drop off a bit. I think that for me, I'm not going to talk badly about Xhaka. The, the positivity I, by who? By who? By by the team or by by the crowd? Look, Xhaka is part of the past, in my view, that we're trying to move on from, that we're trying to leave behind, right? We're moving into a new era. Xhaka has been at the club, played nearly 200 games for the club. I'm sure Danny will correct me if I'm wrong. Only scored five or six goals. So, you know, Xhaka is part of the, the team that was average, that was eighth, ninth, tenth. And we want to move on from that. And I think if, if you make him captain of the and, 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 oh. So I, I don't see Jackson. Trev, your your Wi-Fi is uh, struggling a little bit, mate. Um uh Trev, um while we got you, uh, what's your what's your score prediction for tomorrow then? Two one. Two one. Danny? I'm going to go for a realistic 2-2. Two -two. Desmond, Albert. Oh, I think West Ham might nick it. 2-1. Oh! Blasphemy. They might nick it. Might Burgess, I'm taking him out, mate. I'm taking him out. He's got well, Albert. He's probably right, unfortunately, but I'm going to all. Um, Don't you start? You can go as well, Princess. I know, but you know I'm generally positive, but I'm I'm always realistic, and I just can't see. It, 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 we need to talk about 15 minutes after the game starts to see who's turned up. To be honest, and then we can go from there. But I'll go to all, but I wouldn't be surprised if they nicked it. Right, well, I'm, I I I would take a draw this very moment in time, but I do think. Shush a second, uh, cranky old man. Um, <laughs> I, I'll take a draw because I'll take a draw because a draw uh, wouldn't be a bad result, but I am going to go for a 3 1 to the Arsenal. Three three three. 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 It's going to be goals. 
there will be goals. Yeah, will there will be. be goals, and I think I think the atmosphere is going to be electric. It's uh, Wednesday night; it's leading up before Christmas. Uh, you know, we don't know how many more games we're going to get with fans in the ground. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think people. I didn't know Germany stopped it two weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, they no, did. I Germany didn't. what? Germany stopped all fans two weeks ago. Really? I found out tonight when I was watching Ooh. Bayern smash yeah. Mavropanos. Well, wasn't I, our I, last I, game I, for COVID? Wasn't it West Ham? Yeah, it was, West Ham. It was, yeah, yeah. Bloody West Ham. It wouldn't surprise me. I know. Did we win that? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, one nil. Yeah, we one did. Nil. I remember the lady next no, to me saying, no, it was two, "Oh, this it was two, virus." It was two one. It was two oh, was one. And got the the winner. I remember the lady next to me, sat next to me, said, um, probably won't see you again. I said, don't be ridiculous. It's like flu. It'll be fine. Little did we know. Famous last words. The last lockdown came <laughs> just before the third round of the FA Cup. So we were meant to play Sheffield United away and that got can- that's We couldn't go. Well, mm. I, I, listen, I, I just wish everyone uh, well and safe, like Albert and, and, and uh, got hit by the COVID, uh, his family got hit by the COVID vaccine more than any of us here. He lost his mum. Um, my, 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 my wife was very, very ill with it. And uh, Trev recently <coughs> was very ill with, with it. Um, not as ill as, as, as my missus, but we've all had it and different people have had it really, really uh, badly in different ways. And we need to do what we need to do. Uh, but, you know, we, we need to try and work ways around that we can live with but unfortunately i do feel um that come the new year uh, i don't know if it's going to be behind closed doors but there will definitely be a lot, an awful lot more restrictions moving mm. on from that a little bit more unless somebody wants to do anybody want to albert did you want to say anything or not no 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 that's, that wasn't anything to say no yeah yeah okay um the the, the main talking point at the moment now is um is uh the abamyang situation abamyang uh, was sent uh, was asked for permission to go and take his uh, mum back from Spain uh, f- to be ill so he got a private jet out to Barcelona uh, uh, went to see his mum and he was told to be back in the UK for Thursday last week um, and instead of doing that he decided uh, instead of coming back on Wednesday night he decided to come back on Thursday and missed um, uh, his window for COVID testing etc uh, decided to get a tattoo instead, and um, rightly so in my view. Um, Arteta said he's broken unconditional uh, rule that he, you know, you stick to the rules. And as club captain, even more so, he should have done so. Um, uh, he obviously hasn't apologised. Nothing's been sorted. He's now been stripped of the captaincy. Uh, he's not going to be playing tomorrow night. Um, Albert, what's your thoughts on the Abamyang situation? <sighs> How long have you got, Fergus? How long have you got? Uh, you got about two minutes because then uh, 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 Amanda <laughs> will take fifteen. All right, I'll try and do it in two. I'll try and do it in two and a half minutes. I'm only joking. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> firstly, Fergus, you know what? You know what I found quite interesting, or quite fascinating, to be honest with you. Um, in regards to Mikel Arteta, people have already made their mind up in regards to about him as manager of Arsenal, but that's a separate thing. I was quite surprised by a lot of the Arsenal fans' reactions in regards to um, dealing with the Bamang situation um, because I fully supported Arteta when last season North London derby. And bear in mind with that, fans were not allowed back in the stadium. So I don't know why he was late. I mean, was he stuck in traffic? I don't, I don't understand. What, what, why was he late for the North London derby? So that happened last season. I'm probably I'm probably guessing, but I'm pretty sure there's been probably probably a, a few more occasions than just the two that we probably know about. 
Um, Tuchel said something which is quite telling in terms of he had to tell Aubameyang to get to certain team meetings at a certain time, probably to the other players because of his timekeeping. But I was generally surprised by the reaction because, mm. um, to be honest, going to the game on Saturday against Southampton, I had a couple of work commitments to sort out, so I'd, I'd took, I had quite a rush to get to the to the stadium. So I hadn't actually checked my phone. So when I saw that Aubameyang wasn't in the squad, the guy who asked to sit next to me said to me, "Look, he's not in the he's not in the squad <laughs> because of." A disciplinary breach and i couldn't believe what i was hearing um so i don't really understand why people feel that arteta should have dealt with it differently you know i hear this comparison about oh but when Cantona man united with alex fergus i said but that's got nothing to do with it i said the difference is Cantona. i don't remember him having a barren spell the way um Aubameyang has had um and he hasn't impacted the team so I'm fully behind Mikel Arteta with this in isolation to dealing with Aubameyang the first time and now the second time round. You cannot have the club captain having, you know, for disciplinary breach, Fergus. He's not been playing well. That's the first thing. Secondly, I don't get some of the Arsenal fans who have been honest with you. Like, it, they almost, you know, he should be treated differently. Why should he be treated differently? Why should Mikel Arteta have to lie to say why he's not in the team? If anything, as an Arsenal fan, I'm speaking about myself, I would want to know. People talk, people talk about him being thrown under the bus, right, Fergus? If you really, really wanted to throw him under the bus, he could have come out and said the exact reason for why he's not been in the squad. He didn't do that. He just said disciplinary breach. The journalists are going to do that in terms of covering up, the, you know, bringing up why he would, might. Would might Wenger or George Graham have said the reason why? They wouldn't, would they? No. They would have done the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I listen, I'm, I'm behind Arteta in terms of... Um, taking him out of the Trev. squad. Sorry, Can I just sorry. say what Danny yeah, just said and then I'll come back to me. One, 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 sec, one second, I'll come back to you in a second. Trev, we, 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 Aubameyang captain, Shaq has been a captain, Gallas has been a captain. We've had our issues with Jesus. captains over the years. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Danny. Oh, dear. You're bringing <laughs> my, my bait well put tart back up. <laughs> Only recently. Gallus, Gallus was worse than Aubameyang. Gallus was was awful. But we don't. Let's not drift off of Aubameyang because I just I've so wanted Aubameyang to find a bit of form. I so wanted him to start banging the goals in, you know. And if I'd have watched him sort of take responsibility as the captain of the Arsenal and try and try and improve his form and. And make it obvious to me as a fan that he had Arsenal Football Club at heart and that he wanted to play well and he was doing everything he could to change his form and to change the, the form of the club at times, then I'd, I would have been 100% behind him. But I've, I've watched how the young fellas conducted himself off the field and on the field and he's not, he's just not looked at a player or a captain to me and I... I think that this was the final nail in the coffin. Was Arteta waiting for an excuse to say, right, this is it now. You're done. I, who knows? We're all speculating, you know. We're all speculating. Mm -hmm. Aubameyang could have some serious issues and then we're all going to have to eat humble pie. But the facts of the matter, the facts we know, the facts we know are that since he signed this big contract, his form has dipped dramatically. Since the contract. Not a month or two after, since he signed that contract, from my memory, formed it massively. And he's not scored goals and his attitude has been poor. So you can't fault what Arteta's done. 
looking in from the outside. And you can't fault, as, as Albert rightly said and the Princess rightly said, Arteta has played a blinder. He's given the journalists a little bit just to make sure they don't start speculating too much. But he's not given them any other story. He said he's out for a disciplinary reason. End of. Yeah? Mm. And you read that how you will. And, and if Arsenal fans don't want a manager saying, well, let's 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 flick it on its head. Let's just say Arteta has said nothing. The fans that are on Arteta's back now for saying yeah, that exactly. he said too much will be on to him for saying too little. You know, the poor bloke couldn't win. But I think he's played it. I think he's done it well. I think he's done it right. Um, I'd still love for Aubameyang Yang to turn out next week against Leeds and score a hat-trick. But I can't see it happening. You know, so he's done as captain. We move on. Hopefully, Obama Yang, uh, excuse me, Arteta has really used it as a, a way to try and get these young players. Don't forget the young players, they're impressionable still, you know. So, mate, hopefully, he's used it and we'll go out against West Ham tomorrow night and <laughs> we'll, we'll really play really well. And we'll do to Leeds on Saturday what Man City are doing to them now because Man City are beating them 3 0 after 40 minutes. So, yeah. And Matt. Amanda, um, I know you're going to uh, interject just before I went to um, uh, Trev. Um, say what you're going to say. And also, are we airing our dirty laundry in public as well, as James said along there? Rubbish. And I'll tell you what, that, Rubbish. that cough, that tickly cough, I've got the exact same. It's a killer at the minute. <laughs> me mental. I've had it for six weeks. Um, Danny just mentioned George Graham. A banger wouldn't even be in the club if George Graham was managing. Let me tell you that for nothing. Mm. He would not have him in this club. And let me tell you something else. Just like Trev touched on it. I want my captain to come out now and apologise to the club and us. That's what he needs to do. We've not seen hide nor hair of him. Now, there's non-negotiables in my life, yeah? Xhaka threw his top on that pitch. I don't even want to see him ever again. Yeah, we've got no choice. He is. If he makes him captain, I'm going to be very upset about that. He shouldn't, he's not my captain of my club. Non-negotiable is a captain does not act like that. I'm sorry. He has dissed that badge. He is taking it for granted that playing for Ars the Arsenal, that he can just do what he wants. And let me tell you, if you listen to Mikel Arteta today, he said incidents. Albert's right, what he touched on. There's probably loads more that have gone on. He's, look, I'm Jewish, so we use the word struntzin. I can't explain it anyway. He runs around that club like he's, you know, like he owns the place. Like, I'm better than you. You know, we made a mistake giving him that contract, but not one Arsenal fan, including myself, would have wanted him to leave at that moment. He was absolutely phenomenal for us. And then the minute he signs a contract, we later kind of hit a barn door. It, yeah. I don't know what happened. It, I've never seen anything like it. Um, well I said. Could, well <clears> said. I, I feel that I don't ever want him to see him in an Arsenal kit again. I know what you're saying about Trev. You want him to come back. I want him to show. My heart some, does. My heart yeah, does. I want, him to, I, want him to, I want him to show some respect to our club. You know, 300 yeah. grand a week. You can't turn up on time. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely yeah. disgraceful. Absolutely. Yeah. And for me, I want him sold. I wanted him sold before he did this on Friday. And look, I am very pro Mikhailo Arteta. And if I had felt he'd done something wrong, I would honestly say it. I can't, I can't fault him on this. You know, he's come out. He said what he's got to say, and everyone's right here. If he didn't, then Mika, why is he not playing? Yeah. Absolutely crucified, crucified him. Yeah, and to been. be fair, if he'd have just said he's not playing, 
I would have said to him, why, why, Mikhail? Why is he not playing? Is, is he injured? Has he got COVID? Is there family issues? I want to know. He's given us enough of a, a description, disciplinary. You know what? Let me tell you, if I turned up late for my job, I would be hauled in. And that's what's happened to him. Captain of Arsenal is not my captain of Arsenal, and he never has been. But Danny, um, hang on one second, Trev. Danny, I, I um, put a, a comment on Arsenal fans forum on um, uh, about this, and and, and Kevin Campbell, uh, Casey, has um, made a comment on there, and I asked him about uh, you know what um, what the effect of the captain not turning up would have on the rest of his teammates and he said it was not a good look it was not a good thing on the younger and and, and on his teammates bearing in mind how young the 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 core of our squad is that's going to be a huge impact to see a senior player on the mega money forget about the mega money because i for me that's just good negotiation but um the guy that in the position he's in to the likes of odegaard the likes of esr saka um, you know, what's your thoughts on, on, on what he's done? He was a captain in armband only for his entire time with the captainship. He never came out to press conferences after we lost. Um, whenever there's a, something happens on the pitch with the referee, it would be Jacques or some of the others that go over to the ref and argue with him. Young didn't do it. He doesn't show leadership on the pitch. He should never have been captain. I doubt he really ever wanted to be captain. His job is simple, score goals. And we've seen that for some reason he's not doing it. And uh, I just think that the, the, all the people at the club know who the real captains on the pitch are. Ramsdale, Jacko, as much as people may hate him, and uh, Tierney, uh, the ones that do the shouting, the ones that do the... Sh- you don't need an armband man to be captain. You you can be a captain by, by shouting and screaming. You look back in the glory days of Arsenal under Wenger, we had the French captain, we, we had the... Um, uh, the do we have Cesc ever captain of Spain? Um, we had the we had the Dutch captain with Vermaelen. We had the England captain with with various players. Sometimes we'd have five or six different captains from different countries playing on the pitch at the same time. So there mm. we had too many, and, and now it's just an armband. I wouldn't worry about it. But the, the thing for me when, is when, when when did the word captain lose the the feeling of Tony Adams? The 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 feeling when of we gave it to Gallas. <laughs> <laughs> when Gallas had a little cry. <laughs> yeah, when gave it to Gallas. And, and to be yeah. fair, some managers have disrespected the captain's armbands. I think because we're a little bit older, more than Albert maybe, that we remember... Oh, that Albert's the, an old man. Yeah, we, yeah, that is right. right. <laughs> we right. remember that... He's a lot older than he looks. Go on. God, God, man, the God, God. I'll say, we remember the captain that we had, Mr Arsenal, Tony Adams. Let me tell you... <sighs> No comparison. He didn't need an armband to be captain. No. no. And we had many captains in that side as well, let me tell you. And the last one, obviously, Vieira, and what a captain. Bamiang, I could never understand it anyway. And and I, I honestly, I want him to come out and apologise to the club and us and move on. If he does that, if he comes out and apologises and says, I'm wrong, take responsibility, I'll forgive him. If he doesn't do anything, because he's always on social media, having a tattoo done, Seriously, disrespects the club. Can I? Sorry, go on, Danny. Oh, okay. Richard, who's Cactus Cash in the chat from ABW, put a thing in our WhatsApp group, which is which is that he did all that. But the gist of that is he's broke down all the captains: Henri, Gallas, Sesk, RVP, Vermaelen, Arteta, 
Uh, Mertzak, Koscielny, Xhaka and Aubameyang. At least done a synopsis of each of them. But that just shows how many captains. I mean, would Galas should never have been a captain. Should Van Persie have ever been a captain? No. Don't really think so. Arteta? Well, I don't know. The BFG? Should he have been a captain? That's a bit of a weird one, is it? It could yeah, really yeah. be much quieter. And then, uh, yeah, and then Aubameyang. So, the, go the on, BFG, The BFG, oh, to be honest, oh. I can type of C. Only because he's nice and big. You're not going to argue, no, no, no. Really. Also, also the position the position he plays in, he plays as a defender and a, a centre half. I like a centre half, a, a defensive midfielder to be a captain. That's I don't like position. a forward. Yeah, I don't like a forward. I didn't like Thierry Henry being keeper. captain. A goalkeeper, less so. I can see an argument for it, but they need to be able to move up the pitch. You need a really good second yeah. if you've got a goalkeeper. Um, and the only reason uh, Bamiang, uh, at the same as Harry Kane down the lane, uh, is 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 made captain, is just to justify the extra the money. We we've done it with Henri. We've done it with <laughs> other players before. Trev, have your say on 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 this, and then uh, we'll be ready to close up. Oh, cheers! Thanks, Fergus. <laughs> Look right. I, someone, I, I don't put a comment up, Fergus. I've lost it now. But someone just put that uh, they're, they're upset with Arteta um, airing the club's dirty washing in public. Yeah. What dirty washing did he did he air? He said it's yeah. a disciplinary procedure. I'm saying no more. He did the exact opposite. He gave them nothing. Right. When Aubameyang was signed his big contract, it wouldn't surprise me if being captain was part of that contract. Don't forget at the time Aubameyang signed that big contract there were some other goings on at the club that we were all slightly unhappy about and couldn't work out there was all sorts of thoughts about what was going on behind the club and who was actually negotiating the contracts and and, and how it was working so it could have been all sorts going on and even whatever the contract no one and doubted on it just now no one on the internet seen the did the internet go again? Then sorry, guys. No yeah, one on back. could have foreseen the dramatic loss of fault of Aubameyang. No one. It it was it's it's, it's gone. You know, it, and and so no. If he if he'd been banging the goals in there, he's worth the money, but he's not, and he went straight after that contract. But we move on. We need we need to leave our we need to leave Aubameyang behind now. And talking to captains, you know, <laughs> Mertesacker would never have been good enough to get in an Arsenal side, a decent Arsenal side. I'm sorry. Lovely man. Love him. Played one of the best games I've ever seen in the cup final against Chelsea when he led holding through for a cup final. But he was that, he's seven foot tall. I think he scored about two goals with his head in however many games, you know? You know, he used to go up to the penalty box as, like a, a central defender does, Mertesacker. And I thought, well... Never in a million years is he going to score with his head. He never does. But, Captain Fergus, we can't move on without naming who we think should be the Arsenal captain. We've, we've got to choose. Well, you've got to go around the block, mate, and, and be, see who be, be, before Before we do that, before we do that, Albert, you wanted a final word on, on, on that, and then we'll go... Say your final word on, yeah, on the Aubameyang. Yeah, no, thanks, Fergus. Who would no, you cheer. like as captain? Um... In terms of the, it would that, to finish up on the Bamiang, um, you know what it is. I think you can talk about tactics, you can talk about systems, you can talk about the manager. But if you look at a Bamiang's form and just his body language in the last fifteen months, he looks like someone to me 
who missed out on his last big money move. I know he's on a lot of money at Arsenal, but if it wasn't for COVID, he wouldn't be an Arsenal player. He would have gone. Hundred percent. I think he don't think he'd have been an Arsenal player. Barcelona um, needed someone, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But um, in terms of the captaincy, I f- I would give it to Gabriel, mate. Tierney vice captain. Amanda, <clears throat> I I said Tierney today, and I'd make Gabriel vice captain. Funny enough, um, but but if you listen to what um, Arteta said, it's going to be Xhaka and Lacazette. Because they have like a, a a group or something. He was saying today leadership yeah, group, I, I can't, leadership can't, group, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I'm I'm which not keen inclu- on, to be honest. Which includes holding and uh, other players. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not for that either. No, um, Danny. Well, according to Wikipedia, the captains are Barmy Young, vice captains Lacazette, third captain Xhaka, fourth captain Holding. Nothing's going to change. No, that's anything. Mm until the end of the season. And then I'd like to see the Norway captain become our captain. As much as I like Gabriel, he, he's, his English isn't great and he needs to concentrate on a young man defending and learning his trade. Um, Odegaard is captain for his country. And so he's already done it before and he's in the right position to do it as well. And I but love KT. But I don't think KT is long-term for... plans for Arteta. Lekonga was captain for Ajax. So, you know... It doesn't even shout then if you say no to God. I, like, I know Trules has got a loving for uh, it being Norwegian and everything else has uh, uh, got a loving for Odegaard and uh, he's also uh, got a loving for you as well now, Danny. Um, but uh, you, why Odegaard? What, what qualifies him bar being a captain elsewhere? You're asking me? Yeah. Yeah, just experience. He's played at about five or six clubs in his life. He's... Um... Isn't, I just I just like the fact that he is um, good enough to be a captain elsewhere. And I think you've got to have previous experience of being a captain. Personally, my number one choice would be Tierney. It's magnificent. Yeah. But we've seen that um, Arteta does like to play Tavares. And I have a horrible feeling that Katie may, may not be in um, Arteta's dream 11 for the next few seasons. And there's no point picking Katie when he's going to be in and out of the team. Maybe gone in a couple of years. But I'd have Katie start what? every single what? game. Tierney? You think yeah. Tierney's not in Arteta's well, dreams? No other re- he played back-to-back games for Scotland. He, he played nearly the whole game of both. Come back, and then Tavares starts the next two games, which is ridiculous. He's not even a proper defensive defensive player. And you've got to look at that and go, oh, I don't know why, but I, I just love everything. Tierney's passion is yeah. what you expected from an old-school player who's just going to shout and scream and grab you by the scruff of the neck and run it all. But that's what I'd like there may be it. reasons that he did that, but I I, th- I don't think he's got an issue with Tierney. Oh, God, I hope he doesn't. But <laughs> no, I think he'll no. he'll use the leadership group for this season, then maybe pick a captain next season. Yeah, I think that's what he's going to do, reassess <clears> at the <throat> end of the season, because you don't yeah. know who's staying or going. Exactly. Uh, myself, I'd like Gabrielle as captain, only because Tierney is... Um, too uh, in and out with injuries, and I like what I saw... Uh, well, Gabriella Burnley, have you, have you heard him speak English season. much? I've not. That's the only thing I was thinking. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you know, you know what? On on the pitch, I've seen him speak enough that the referees have understood him and the players have understood him. So if he can get his his messages across, it doesn't matter. He's how been brilliant. He's so in- been brilliant. He has yeah. almost yeah. player yeah. of the year for so, us at Ramsdale. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Ramsdale is a good shout, but I don't like keepers, and I think do I. somebody made a great point about. Um, 
listen, the guy's had so much pressure put onto him, and he's now so much in the spotlight to put him a captain on top of that. Could just be uh, pushing him over the edge. Listen, the old wise man has the final say. Trev? <laughs> look, we, we, when you look at, when you listen to what the guys have said just here, Fergus, we've got some captains or, or some blossoming captains within our club, you know. A great case for Odegaard, Danny, and I agree with you. And I, I don't want to upset Trolls and Arnie, so I'll agree with them as well. Great, great case. Tierney, yeah, you can see his captain material. Um, I don't like this Emery style, didn't he? This leadership group mm, rubbish. God, yeah. don't want to, it's rubbish. Mm. It's not a leadership group, right? You have a leader. I don't even believe in vice captains, to be honest, right? You make a man captain of the Arsenal Football Club. And for me at the moment, just I'd just give it to Gabriel. I know he's good, then maybe the language ain't so good, but I think the use of body language is massive as well, you know. Gabriel wants for nothing. In, he shows in, it on the pitch. He plays in the right position. You know, he, play, he can look back and he can look forward as a captain. So I'd give it to Gabriel. And I am going to say this. I am going to say this. I've said it once and I've got to say it again, Fergus. Give me time. If Xhaka becomes, he's made captain of our club again, in my opinion, it's a massive backward step. I don't like the per, the man as a man. I don't like him as a player. And I don't want him as captain of our great football club. Again, we move on. That's the past. We, would we you, name would you accept it for the rest of the would you accept it for the rest of the season as long as it's not done next season? No. 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 <clears throat> I'm with Trev on this. No. Nope. You know what? The funny thing is, um, <clears throat> you've got like a you've got like a section of the fan base that's just happy Jacker. That's a, that, a lot of them would be happy if he captained again. I wouldn't care. A lot of them are happy. Yeah, they'd be happy. Albert, that, 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 that section of the fan base don't even know what... They, they play on FIFA. Well, it's not going to change Xhaka's way of the game. If you give him the armband or not, he's still going to be on the pitch leading with what he does and shouting and screaming and getting involved. And passing backwards and being negative. <laughs> Going full Danielson. <laughs> I tell you what, every time he kicks the ball forward, I do what I did when Ramsey used to kick the ball forward. I used to share that knock on. Listen, guys, it's been fantastic. We could go on for ages. This is this. Uh, again, an hour and 10 minutes has flown. Um, thank you very much, uh, Albert, uh, both in Asda's car park and in, in, in your house. <laughs> and in beautiful uh, South East London. No, 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 I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we liked you so much, we brought you on twice. <laughs> thank thank you, you very much. much Let everybody know where they can find you. I know you're doing some stuff on Lee Judges TV and you're doing some other bits and pieces. Where can they find you? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, there and everywhere at the moment. Um, firstly, thank you for having me back again. Good to meet up with you guys, of course. Um, Albert JTV, got my own channel. Come and subscribe. You find me on Lee Judges TV and many other podcasts as well. Um, too many to keep up. PG, thank what you very you much for joining us again. Oh, you are um, welcome, Fergus. We apparently, know, what, apparently, what apparently I begged you. I don't know. <laughs> you you never need an invitation to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got low. Look, all those messages. Please let me speak. Please, let me, oh, they're all from oh, Princess Schooner, Princess Schooner, Princess Schooner. Honestly, Trev, Trev, yellow card, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me on. I did not beg to come on just to let everybody know, but I do love coming on talking to Guna Hilsey and Fergus. Thank you. 
Um, Danny, at Burkamp Wonderland, tell everybody about it and uh, thank you for joining us again. Ah, it's an absolute pleasure. I could, if you, if, I could do another two hours. I don't have a life. I've got nothing planned until Christmas Eve, <laughs> so we could do it just constant <laughs> until Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, ABW, we're back doing everything again now. We kind of lost the love for podcasting and did one a week, but now I'm doing pre-game, post-game. And this week's podcast is uh, Jeff Arsenal. It's Dan Potts and Miami John, not from Miami in Chicago, and me. And then we've got a preview show with me and uh, the Bulgarian Guna. I think we all know him from the various chats. And the post-game show is uh, Owen, Ian, Ian, however you say his name. Orn, 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 Orn. <laughs> and uh, Stan the Man, another person everybody knows from sunny Canada, who's yeah. uh, had a busy week being an extra on the new Batwoman series. So there you go. I wish you had an Arsenal, didn't you? <laughs> Trev, God, we survived. And you didn't get too too click happy with like you know sliding us around back and forth and like you know all this sort of stuff. Fergus, <laughs> Fergus, I want to finish with a little thought today, right? With a little observation, mate, which is going to take about thirty seconds. You're going to do it like Ronnie Corbett used to do it. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting, Danny. I could do it. What I'm going to say, right? Because we, I, you all saw on Saturday and Sunday all these games that were decided by penalties. Man United oh, game, God. Man City, Chelsea, mm-hmm. Liverpool, all got penalties and some of them debatable. And I was just listening to some of the commentators, some hard men commentators like Sal Ness have even joined on the, in the show, right? And when did football go from us saying, that's a bad tackle, it's a free kick, to what they say now is, he touched him, it's a free kick. You know, touching people is not a free kick. When did football move on to this? You know, it's uh, no good. No good. Hmm. Fergus, you've got... Did you get rid of him? Now you're in charge, Trev. Quick, go mad. Oh, <laughs> get a chance. <laughs> right, listen. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us again. Uh, we will be back. Oh, there he goes. Let, get rid of the tangent alert, then. If you've got to do something... Look at him, like a kid properly, in a sweet Trent. shop. Look at him. He, 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 yeah, but he doesn't know what he's doing, Amanda. That's the problem. He doesn't have a clue what he's doing. <laughs> um, we we will be back. Dangerous. Oh, my God. I'm on top oh, for Christ, once. We're in trouble it's now. extra time with Amanda. We've got another two hours. What should we talk about, Amanda? Danny, I've been very good tonight. I'll let you all speak. Well, thanks, Amanda. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, we will be back after the Leeds game. Hopefully, uh, myself and Trev and Potsy and a few of, the, uh, of us are all going to make the Leeds game, uh, restrictions uh, permitting. Um, and uh, we will be back probably Tuesday or Wednesday next week. Uh, thank you very much for watching. If you like what we do, uh, we don't do it for clicks and, 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 and cash. Uh, we do it because we enjoy doing it. It's an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans, for Arsenal fans. If you like what we do, tell everyone else uh, to join in and uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks, everyone. Up the Arsenal. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.
Oh, no, the heads in the background. Not do, 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 do,